everything is go here. We're just waiting for the uh, cabin pressure to bleed for, uh, to low enough pressure to uh, open the hatch. It's about 0.1 on our gauge now. Uh, Neil, this is Houston, over. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all you listeners out there, and welcome to Frosty Flights and Space Exploration Podcast. If you've ever seen the movie Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks, then you'll see some of the brightest engineers and minds come together to solve life-threatening problem that happens aboard the uh, space shuttle, and they end up having to bring the astronauts back, back home without completing their mission. Or, if you've ever seen The Martian and wondered how or when we'll ever get a group of people to colonize uh, Mars, then we first have to learn our history in order to move forward. So in today's podcast, we're going to learn about the founding and discovery of NASA. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. So why should we care about NASA and its foundings with its achievements? Well, NASA stands for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. It's a civilian aeronautic and space research program. So in history class, we learn about conquering the frontier and manifest destiny. Well, space is known as, quote-unquote, the final frontier. And administrations like NASA's are the front runners in trying to explore, if not conquer, space. But how exactly did it start and for what reasons? And what were some of the achievements that NASA did to prove itself worthy? It all began with the uh, first flight of the Wright brothers. You know, the thought of flying and aerodynamic science at the time was beginning to speed up and is pretty ripe for it to come out, especially during World War One. You know, there's always a new hope and cause for destruction during war. So they started trying to incorporate airplanes and gliders and even zeppelins. And then this led into World War II where they got even more advanced and went to missiles and then we had the atomic bombs and everything went off there. And then the aftermath of World War II, this led into the space race. And the space race was just a competition between the Soviet Union and the United States to see who's the first to achieve the spaceflight cap. Capability. It's basically just to show off who could go further and get into space first and conquer space. And then actually, what caused a big uproar for NASA was when they, on October 4th, they launched, Soviet Union launched the Sputnik 1, which was actually the first artificial satellite to make it into Earth's orbit. This kind of freaked uh, the American citizens out. You know, they thought that we were far behind on technology and the Soviet Union was winning. And so that kind of kick-started NASA into things. On October 1st, 1958, uh, NASA was created with its own preamble of an act to provide the research into the problems of flight within the outside of Earth's atmosphere and for other purposes. So with this, the NASA was born and we officially... Uh, started the space race with them. So NASA was just not a new concept. They didn't just pull it out of like thin air and say, hey, we want a space program. Let's find some people who's flown before. There's actually some other organizations that are founded, you know, during World War One when airplanes and 
know, flying really got into war and World War Two. You know, you had your National Science Foundation, NSF. You know, you had the Atomic Energy Commission, AC, as well as the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, NACA. What they're trying to figure out is if they should use all three and combine it into one cohesive unit or if they should just really only focus on one and pull others or they're just trying to figure out what the best possible option was and it's then finally it's proposed to uh build a, a civilian space agency around the naca but they didn't really want to go off of or like expand naca due to criticism that some of it some of NACA became too lethargic because of certain events and therefore they needed just to create a whole new organization and start over with new goals and new aspects. Some of these goals were the expansion of human knowledge, a phenomenon in the atmosphere and space, and the improvement of usefulness, performance speed, and safety efficiency of aeronautic and space vehicles. So they're just really looking forward to advance technology and beat Soviet Russia in this space race. They don't want to get behind, as well as like with the uh, missile and army side of the aspect to this. NASA being a new organization really had to come out swinging in the space race. You know, the American people were already down. They thought American technology was the underdog and that we were losing. And then uh, Russia had already put the first human in space. So in order to come out on top, we really just had to win the whole entire thing. That's exactly what NASA did on Apollo, on the Apollo 11 mission is on July 20th, 1969. They put the first humans on the moon, first human on the moon. Um, you know, as Neil Armstrong claiming the victory for the United States. They've also gone on to other missions, you know, claim to fame, you know, set their know tell them that NASA is really the real deal you know you have the Voyager mission which is a probe it took nine years to reach Pluto but it's also still going it's the first probe ever to leave the solar system and it's now entered interstellar space so it's the first human object that we know of to do so and then we also have the Mars rover which on touchdown on August 12th August 2012 and still roaming Mars and sending back messages to Earth about Mars so you know NASA has really outdone itself as far as missions why it's really showed why it's here and its capabilities back when NASA first started you know we didn't think that we could ever reach Mars. And now we have a probe that's on there and sending us messages back. And hopefully one day we will actually be able to colonize Mars and even go beyond that. But in order for us to get there, we first had to understand why and how we got there. So I think that's why it's important in learning the very, even if it's the basics of NASA, but learning what inspired it all and to keep us going just want to thank you for listening and y'all have a great day and be sure to tune back in thank y'all